what was that first thing you did um, to kind of the key into the real estate investing world? Of course, there are some people asking, should I get a license? Should I become a real estate agent first or just jump in? Do I do wholesaling? Do I do flipping? I know you mentioned you were rehabbing, but what was that first deal that opened the door for you? I could not thank you enough for tuning in every week with me on The Dwelling Show. We've been doing this for more than two years now, actually. Um, this is um, when the 200s now above the episode of the show. I just want to take this time out to really thank you so much, but also to remind you that if you're not on the dwelling deal list, make sure you sign up so you don't miss out on deals. Actually, we we have a deal on the contract right now. So for these kinds of deals to learn more about what, what we're doing, to learn about how we structure deals, feel free to go on the website dwelling.com or invest with ola.com and you would see um, a pop-up box or just drop um, your email in the contact us um, form and we'll reach out to you so you'll get plugged in with what we're doing again i really appreciate you for tuning in every week sometimes i feel like nobody is listening on the other side until i get emails or dms from you on instagram or facebook and saying thank you for you know spitting our content every week um, it's a ton of work but i'm so glad to do it and it's my honor to deliver value every week um, to you um, our listeners thank you so much Thank you so much for joining us on The Dwelling Show. I'm your host, Ola Dantes. I've got an incredible guest with us today. Hey, Suni, how are you doing, sir? I am doing well. Thank you so much for having me. Pleasure being on. No, my pleasure. My pleasure. So tell our listeners a little bit more about who you are, what you do, and what you've been up to lately. Sure, absolutely. I've been in the real estate game for the last 21 years. I've been buying, rehabbing, and flipping. Uh, So I've done tremendously well with that. Before that, I basically came uh, from a a major brokerage house where I traded securities. I was a vice president with them and uh, got into the real estate field, like I said, 21 years ago and never looked back. So I own a lot of properties, uh, buy, I teach my guys here. With me, I also own a real estate company. So I teach my realtors here how to go ahead and invest as well, rather than just earn a commission, which obviously we do that as well. Yeah, it's funny you brought that up because I actually, I just had a, <laughs> a meeting with a broker that, that, you know, not to be confused with realtors or agents, brokers are on the commercial side. And he was telling me how he also invests because I was like, you know, usually most agents um, on the residential side just sell real estate they never actually invest in the product that they're selling which is which has always been fascinating to me like why why like why would you not like want to jump in so it's funny you said that um i wanted to kind of go back so you went the brokerage business you know stocks the, the markets right why did you make that decision to go into real estate what was that kind of propelling um force to to make you want to stop doing that i have always been interested in real estate. And uh, Anthony Robbins were in town back then. Um, I went to one of his seminars. Now, mind you, I'm in my 20s, a child, clueless, a life and everything else, right? But I went to his seminar, not, not knowing or expecting what's going to happen. And the very first night, I walked on fire bare feet. And the switch 
was flipped. Uh, basically, you know, we, we all, or at least me, have the mindset, you know what, you live within your means. When you have money to do something, you'll do it. Rather than, okay, what do I need to do now to have the money in order to get what I want to get? So the, the, the thinking and the thought process from that first night just changed. Now, at my age back then, I had 67 people working for me. I delegated, uh, making six figures. I'm happy. I'm comfortable. But I, like I said, I wanted to, you know, real estate always were in the back of my mind, something that always interested me. And I remember going back to work the following week and I gave my uh, resignation, give them two weeks. It was done. I moved wow. on. Wow. They were, I think it was the fire on the feet. I, I've, I've always heard about that, Tony Robinson's seminars. <laughs> I think that's where we were literally lit a fire on your feet, <laughs> under your feet, as they say. <laughs> that's awesome. So, I really... I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just a guy that's highly motivated. Uh, you know, I, it's just a drive in me to get things done and to move forward. And I do that with my guys as well. I tell them when they walk through the door, looking to be a realtor in my company, one of the things that I tell everyone is, I'm going to make you uncomfortable. I'm going to push you, get you out of your comfort zone. Because guess what? I'm always pushing me out of my comfort zone. So that's one of the things that I, that I cherish, that I do. And I've actually pushed people out of the door. That's okay too. <laughs> Sometimes you need to push some people out of the door. That's for sure. I can, I can relate. <laughs> so the other thing I wanted to touch on was how did you actually, so you, 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 know, you went to that seminar, um, you had that you know, epiphany of like, oh my goodness, like I, I want to make a change. And you did. Um, by resigning so some people might be might be listening to this and go well you know um there's kind of two schools of thought right is it that you bond the boat resign or you kind of do it alongside um working what like what are your thoughts or philosophy on that my belief and I, i i stress that to this day is burn the boat there's no going back have both feet in one place and just focus and move forward so I am a true proponent of that. Um, we have done, like I said, tremendously well when it, when it came time with multifamily properties and just buying as a whole. Um, something that I've seen twice now, when the market had, had crashed back in 06, 07, and obviously a lot of chaos back then, I bought like a pig. I bought a tremendous amount of properties, pennies on the dollar. Now, the other time that that happened was COVID, which is now. Um, I've also recently bought a tremendous amount of property. So when there's chaos around us and the world is on fire, there's always an opportunity. If you focus on what you do, just do it and make money. Do the right way, obviously. obviously. Yeah. All right. So you you make you made that jump. Um, I want to kind of just go back a, a little bit more, and then we'll kind of talk about where your portfolio is at today. What was that first thing you did um, 
to kind of the key into the real estate investing world. Of course, there are some people asking, should I get a license? Should I become a real estate agent first or just jump in? Do I do wholesaling? Do I do flipping? I know you mentioned you were rehabbing, but what was that first deal that opened the door for you? Um, I want to tell you, I probably got, got lucky with the office back then that I had joined where they were investors first, versus realtors. Obviously, we all had our license and I saw what they did and amplified that. Um, it's one of the things that I learned that they taught me were the foreclosure business, the bankruptcy business. Um, nine out of 10 times every week, I'm in front of a judge with my clients in different counties here. So I'm always in court because my clients are normally people losing their properties and I'm here defending them and you know, working with them to sell the property. Um, so basically paying it forward, if you will. Uh, they taught me the business and I just, like I said, ran with it. So one of the things that I've done throughout the years is exactly that, pay it forward, where I have no problems sharing information with people as far as what I'm doing. And I tell all my guys here and anyone really, I'll tell you what to do. Beat me at my game because you'll never outwork me. You need, you need to have that certain drive and you know, the, the, it's what's playing in your mind, right? Is it positive? Is it negative? You know, how do you look at the, the glass? Is it half full? Is it half empty? So there, there's a lot more factors involved. And, and additionally, who do you associate with? Do you associate with people who are in the business, who are successful, who have done it before, who have made the mistakes? Are you willing to learn from their mistakes or are you willing to make your own mistakes and you know, screw it up there? Because so, as we all know, these financial mistakes could take you down. It could, it could wipe you out. Um, so you started flipping, um, you did that for quite a bit. Um, buying and selling probably some foreclosure deals, I'm guessing. Um, but I know now you're obviously moving into the big leagues. Um, you're buying multifamily as well. Um, so why did you make that leap? I, I don't know if you're still buying on the single family side, but why did you make that transition? What was and what prompted that that shift? I never, dis I never discriminate against green. I mean, it's money. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. Um, this is why. I've bought many of, let's call them single family, but obviously, you know, uh, duplexes, triplexes, those sort of deals. I've bought and owned many of those. Let's say right now, um, it's, it's funny because we just actually closed yesterday, as a matter of fact, on a 24 unit down in Mississippi. And uh, we are working, uh, thank you. We are working on a 300, uh, I'm sorry, a $30 million deal out in Texas right now. So huge, huge uh, property. But on, on average, what we typically work with is around $16, $20 million. Those are the type of properties or the size that we buy. Um, at the same token, you know, I'm, every month I, I buy, I make it a point to buy one property monthly. So I have, you know, my guys just busy working, uh, doing what they need to do. And at the same time, I'm focusing on the bigger stuff as well. Like I said, I don't discriminate. If there's an avenue to make a dime, I'm there. 
um, I could buy only so much. For instance, if I'm buying one families, right? If I'm doing one a month, basically I'm doing 12 a year. One multifamily deal pretty much gives me sometimes 200, 250 doors per purchase. Obviously it's a much bigger property. So on these properties, we will um, raise, there's always a value add component to it, obviously. We raise the rents, we clean the, the units up, we give our investors the return that we promised them. So we, and as far as the tenant goes, we give them a better home to come home to, better property. Uh, so it's a win-win for everyone. So we basically flip these type properties. Or it's normally a three to five year hold. So we flip these properties on, or flipping properties on steroids, if you will. Yeah, and I think you mentioned something. And yeah, we also have a, a deal on the contract um, here, here at Dwelling. So I, I can totally relate um, to, to what you're saying. The other thing you mentioned was, you know, instead of buying, you know, one property per month, giving you 12 properties in a year, you know, you could buy a 300 unit, right? Or you can buy a hundred unit apartment building. Yes, you don't own all hundred units by yourself. <laughs> you own it as part of a, a general partnership or a limited partnership, but that percentage of ownership, however small that is, it's still probably even more than, than the, you know, if you were to go by yourself and buy, you know, 12 single families. And moreover, there's never a number on that return on stress. That's one of my favorite metrics of managing 12 single or 12 families. Oh, my goodness. Then obviously just being a, a partner in a bigger deal. Um, so the next thing I wanted to ask you was, you know, you talked about this this $30 million deal um, in Texas. Are you raising funds for this? Are you a general partner? How are you structuring um, some of these bigger deals? Sure, we syndicate. So obviously we are SEC compliant and everything that we do. So we raise funds with our business partners, with our investors. Um, we raise the funds and basically put debt on the property. So yeah. One of the things I just also wanted to mention on the risk side of it, if, if I rented out my one family and I needed to evict that person, I just lost 100% rent, correct? If I own a hundred unit and 10 people, let's say, did not pay me rent, I'm really not losing anything. Yes, I'm losing some money, don't get me wrong, but at the end of the day, my mortgage is still getting paid versus on the smaller ones. Now I need to take money out of my pocket to cover that expense. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. So let me ask you this. You've got, you know, your agents working for you. You, you you're doing some, you know, mid-sized mid deals. You're doing, you're doing some larger deals. What is the future looking like for your company? I'm just growing right now. Uh, there's tremendous growth taking place and I'm just riding the waves right now. Um, you know, I would tell, I would tell people that uh, in the next couple of years, I'm looking to retire, which is just funny because it's just a loose word, retire. I just love what I do and I'll never retire. That's the hunt for these, for these properties is, is amazing. 
Yeah, they say when you retire is when you die. So let's let's not retire. Let's not do that. <laughs> but right. I know exactly what you mean. Well, Sunny, I can keep talking to you on and on, but we're definitely, definitely dwelling into the quick rounds. These are going to be quick questions, quick answer. You ready, sir? Yes, sir. All right. First question. What makes you, Sunny, unique? What is that differentiating factor that separates you from the next guy or the next girl? Quickly, uh, when I came here, I came to this country without a green card. I know what it is to have nothing. I've literally worked on the streets for money. I do not want to be there anymore. I've, I've found the opportunity and the way to make money and to help people make money. And that's just my passion and my drive moving forward. I, I can relate. Came here, came to America with nothing too. And yeah, here we are buying multi-million dollar deals. So I we definitely can relate on that. Next question. Um, <laughs> what was the last book that you read? What was the one thing you picked up from that book? Uh, the last one that I read, I just bought, um, oh my God, I just bought this book. Let's, let's come back to that question, please. No I, worries. Um, we can, we can put in the, it's okay. You, you, we can put in the show notes. Final question. You're busy scaling, growing your business. What do you do for fun? Um, one of the things that I'm working on right now is getting my pilot's license. We uh, have something wife. else in common. Sorry to interrupt <laughs> you. No way. We have that in common. Okay. Keep going. Weird. <laughs> I, I told my wife, uh, this year I turned 50. My, my midlife crisis is, is coming because I'm getting me my license. I'm flying and I'm buying, buying a plane this year. What so, are you buying? What are you doing a Cessna? I'm doing Cessnas, yeah. Okay, yep, good. And just one more thing I wanted to add. As far as pushing people out of their comfort zones and pushing me out of my comfort zone, I am scared to death of heights. And I'm doing this as a we challenge. We have the same thing. I feel like I'm hearing myself. This is so odd. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Weird. I'm scared. Super afraid of heights too. Yeah, on my, my test flight, I was so scared, but I just, I just enjoyed it. Oh my goodness, that is so weird. This is the, this is the first. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if anybody's listening and say, oh my goodness, I, I, you know, I've got a lot of stuff in common with SUNY, or maybe they just want to reach out to you. And what's the best place people can reach out, get to know you more? Uh, the best thing to do is to call me. I tell everyone, call me. I love to speak with people and have that conversation. I'll give you my number, 201-954-0292. That is brave. That is brave. <laughs> Hopefully your phone don't get blown up. <laughs> Sunny. So, so okay. <laughs> thank you so much. I really appreciate your time today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I appreciate being on. Thank you.